Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Next Level Show, the health and fitness podcast with some life, not not so much life today, actually. We're both very tired. Very tired indeed. And it's Monday morning. Went to bed a little later. Couldn't get to like, couldn't calm myself down. Woke up and I was like, man, it's already time to be up. I slept really good. If I just would have had maybe another hour or two. Even though I really can't complain, man. Monday mornings, I had a new client today. It was a son of, a, of an existing client. So they were back to back. And they're clients that are people that I genuinely love to be around, you know, working out wise. It's those clients that they just, it's just a pleasure to work with them. So it kind of boosts my mornings. So either way, I mean, being tired or not, we're very fortunate to do what we do because we don't feel like, ugh, I got to go to eight to five now and sit in front of a computer. Like when I used to work at a call center, oh my God, dude, be there yeah. at seven till four straight, bro. I wanted like to just do bad things to myself when I left. Yep. Same. I used to work at a desk and it was, uh, I mean, I was working with my mom, so it wasn't like as strict, but still you're, you're at the office, you're in the atmosphere. It's, it, there's, there's no real escape from it, but yeah, I mean, I am super super tired. I don't even know why I went to sleep at a normal time. I've had a decent time falling asleep. Um, but it was like, I don't know. I just didn't sleep as well as I usually do. It's very strange. Yeah, no, it's, it's been one of those hit or misses. I mean, I did, I mean, even the weekends, I haven't been going as crazy where I'm staying up super late or anything. Um, I don't know. I guess it's because I did, have a switch in my waking up routine and that's been the the big big switch i guess you can say yeah how you feeling today gabe uh a little bit better now that i'm uh got my internet situation fixed up ah. Let me tell you something. if something's up with with my internet i'm cut off from the world i'm like so far off in like west bumblefuck where i have no <laughs> no cell tower i have no service if i if that goes out that's how you get me Mm-hmm. If you take that that away from me, I'm 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 done. I'm finished. You're basically Tom Hanks. Yes, I was cast away for a good, um, let's just say 30, 20 minutes. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, it went down for no lie. It went down for like a good, uh, like six hours or something like that. One time, I want to say before we left, a week before we left, it was out in uh, CenturyLink. That's what the service provider that we have. Like, oh, yeah, it'll be up in um, in two hours. And it just kept on moving in like two-hour increments every time we checked. Nope, sorry, 4 p.m., eh, 8 p.m., 11 p.m. And I think we went to sleep with it still being out, and we woke up, and thankfully it was back on. No, I think that, like, I, I'm hoping that it doesn't thunder too damn hard on this episode because it's early here. I know. And it's to be, like, fucking this massive cloud overhead it's just i'm like all right i just saw a flash of lightning so listeners you're with us for this ride <laughs> I, I said the ride. same thing when i was coming back because i was at the i was at the store to accept a delivery to to come in and come and come driving over here i looked at the at, uh, up at the clouds and i was just like that's kind of early for some thunderstorms but hopefully nothing happens 
Um, yeah. Mike, before you actually didn't mention on your intro, good job on your intro. I just told Mike, do you want to open? He's like, sure. Quiet. Long pause, but <laughs> like, just bless these listeners with that, that alpha male voice. No listeners for, you know, for the ones that you're just looking for, just getting right into the nitty gritty of the, the fitness stuff. Check the show notes. Mike does a great job at organizing exactly when we will be touching up on the fitness topic of the day and the fitness topic of the day. So you guys know is going to be all about when you should take time off from the gym or not mm -hmm. work out, even though this is a fitness show and the goal is to get you to work out because in probably most cases, most of you need something to move a little bit more in life, but there's times where it's okay to intentionally tell yourself, I'm not working out today and we're going to get into it. Yep. But before then, is there, I had a, actually a question for you guys before we did. And real quick, I was listening to a conversation today. I thought it was super funny. Is there a particular food that you really like, but you find yourself, it's the one that you can't have in the, your house because if you do, you not that you can't control yourself because you guys seem like very well composed individuals, but it's <laughs> Gabe shaking his head, um, and Mike. <laughs> but that you won't, you just won't stop if you have it there. Yes, there's a, a couple of things actually. There's this um, well, I think we've mentioned this before, like Oreos, right? Double stuff Oreos. If they're in the mm -hmm. house, they're getting crushed. That's a uh, one sleeve at a time. I mean, it's standard. Right. Yeah. That's the standard deviation for, for Oreos. And there's this other, I forgot it's, it's in my cupboard right now. And what I do to try to control myself, I get like this, uh, like a bowl, like a small bowl and I pour into that bowl at a time. And then I, then I close the bag up and I put it away in the cupboard. And if I need to get some more, you know, I go through the same process. So hopefully these steps that I put in front of me prevent me from doing so, but they're, um, they're, they're chocolate covered, coconut almonds and okay. they're just they're they're from costco and anytime they they in another way that i control myself is that i only get them when they're uh, when they're on sale mm. i think they're they're usually like uh, 13 bucks or something like that nothing too crazy right but um that's that's another barrier that i put in front of me and whenever i have those they're just like i i just i just got to keep popping them what about you mike do you have something Oh yeah, I've actually got quite a few of these for somebody that is uh, on the surface so well controlled. Um, typically, it is something that is salty, such as potato chips, triscuits, crackers, oh, yeah. things like that. Um, but if you go a little bit deeper, I do enjoy salt, sodium. That's my my vice. That's the thing I struggle with the most when it comes to nutrition. Same. But the real thing for me is things that require multiple trips from source to mouth so that I can munch. It's like just back and forth, like grapes will get me too. Um, sunflower seeds, there's just that, that constant flow, that constant thing to do. Um, do you like the cotton candy grapes or regular grapes? I will. What's your, what's your preference? I will destroy a bag of any kind of grape. It, it doesn't matter. I do like cotton candy. I guess my favorite would be the, the red kind, but mm. um, yeah. And then, you know, if, if I get like a pint of ice cream, I can't stop myself before I eat the whole pint, but I know I, I just got one. And then I was like, wow, that's it. I was like, what's the serving size on this? I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's a pint. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't, just crushed a pint. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't happen so often that it's a big deal, but 
when it does, I, I enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, same thing. Like, you know, with popcorn, anytime I have pop, some type of popcorn. Popcorn is a big one, um, yeah. Tortilla chips. Uh, you know what I do with the tortilla chips? Also, I get a chip, but then I, I break it in half to, I guess, extend the process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can dig it. What about you, John? What do you got? So, I mean, there's a couple here. Now, you guys mentioned a lot is the salty foods. I'm not, I don't gravitate towards potato chips. If they can be home and I genuinely don't go and eat them, I don't care for them. The ice cream thing is for me is a big one. Now, I can control the ice cream though. Like the only time I couldn't was when I got off a of prep and the, it was very hard to, I got that rush of, you know, super delicious flavor. And this is a gelato brand that I buy, I forget the name. But it's I only buy one is buy one get one free because they're pretty expensive for these little ass containers are like five six bucks for one thing and it's like I could get a a full half gallon or Tolent Tolent something was oh, a yeah, tea t- yeah Tolenti yeah. or something like that yeah they're really good Tolenti um so um the other thing though the reason why I brought this up is because so you got to ask yourself why right we always like talk about on the show and people that we've had on about self awareness like why why is it that you can't control like there's nothing worse i think in life is when you're not in control of your actions now obviously we understand that it's not a big deal we can agree that it's not con it's not an everyday thing where we're we're risking our health at this point but i the reason i thought it was interesting because i'm thinking to myself why do i do that with certain things and like ice cream not so much i can make it last i'm pretty good with controlling it but see, I grew up with my brother and my sister. Now, me and my brother are a little closer in age than my, me and my sister. And when my parents used to go grocery shopping, they used to buy like in bulk um, the like the the big pack of gummies, little gummy packets. They used to buy the the granola bars, the ice cream, you know, the the, the snacks plus all our other food. Now, the snacks. I mean, we're talking about like every month, $1,000 worth of one trip to BJ's plus sometimes. My, we used to spend, we used to eat a lot because none of us ate little. We all like ate big meals, steaks. So we always grew up eating very well. So I'm very fortunate to say. Now, the thing is that uh, it got to the point that my mom would buy stuff for her and she would hide stuff so we couldn't eat her her stash of candies or so it became almost like a challenge to find them. And when you got to them, you would eat a lot of it. Then you get smacked and bitched at because it was her stuff, right? Now, the other thing that I've noticed is that since my brother was getting older, we both ate a lot. So if you bought a, the little packet of muffins from Publix, they have four, right? There's three of us. So one person is going to actually get to eat two. Who is it going to be? whoever got to her first. So it's not even because I wanted the second one. It's because I wanted to make sure that I, I got the better deal of that packet. So I ate sometimes, not because I was hungry and not because I had an attachment to it, but it's almost like a competitive, if I don't eat this now, I'm out of luck or they'll eat mine. And then, so I've noticed that it's carried out of my household now. And I'm obviously living on my own. I live with my brother, and he stays here most of the time. Sometimes he's not, he's away. But if me and him still buy a packet of chocolate chip muffins or a pack of cookies from a Publix, I notice that with the muffins, he'll eat his two almost in the same day. And then I'll, he'll be like, oh, like, don't like, dude, why'd you eat two? Like, why don't you just eat one for today? And then like, so we can have more for the week. 
He's like, no, I ain't mine. So like you, those are yours. So I don't need his, but it's still that competitive ingrained thing around the foods, certain foods because they're packaged, they're limited. They're, you don't want anybody to touch your stuff. Same thing. I think with a pack of the Gatorade or soda back in the day, like you make sure you get your Gatorade, your favorite Gatorades and no one touches your Gatorade flavor. It's just like little like stupid things like that, that I've caught myself. And I'm thinking when I was hearing this conversation, I'm like, I can agree to that. I've never been like super emotional when I eat, but I've noticed that I have a competitive tendency when it comes to food. Well, let me ask this. So let's just say today you go out to the grocery store, either you or your brother, one of you guys get something, right? Like some kind of snack or whatever. How long is it in the cupboard before it's free for anyone? Uh, I don't know. I don't think we have a limit, but once it's open, yeah. And there's been times to do that with my brother. Like I've, I, I never thought I would do this, but I've hid my shit from him. Like I put it in like a, under the, under my drawer wrapped around like certain things. Cause like I can control it now. Like I know that it's mine. I bought a thing of just small chocolates. Cause I like to have dark chocolate sometimes and I'll put it away. And then I notice the bag feels lighter and like stuff like that. Or if they're gifted to me, like someone buys me a pack of Skittles, I don't go out of my way and buy Skittles, but if they're given, they're given to me by like a little gift bag or something, I got pissed because he took my stuff without asking him. And I, I wasn't, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to get mad over $2 worth of Skittles, but it's like the fact that you took my thing and it's my pack of Skittles to eat when I want to. So that's like little things I've noticed that it's still kind of that like, competitive like don't touch my stuff i'm gonna eat your share if you like i'm gonna eat your leftovers if you like leave them in the fridge type thing so it's like we've gotten into it a couple of like stupid little debates and arguments over it but i've always thought like what are some foods that like you for sure like will try to eat the more out of that packet than the other person the reason i was asking is because so a lot of time, another reason why, another way that I control myself is if I know that, you know, I'm not the only one that enjoys this particular type of whatever, you know, either the girls or Jennifer, um, that they like it. I purposely, I say, let me just leave some here. I don't want to kill it because, you know, I want to share with everybody, right? Or try my best to do so. So then I leave it there and then I leave it there a couple of days, a week goes by and I'm like, oh, it's still here. I was like, well, I guess I'm crushing it now. And then <laughs> no lie, like three weeks after we buy something, they're asking, oh, where's uh, this thing that we got, you know, before? I'm like, we got that like three weeks ago. It's, it, I'd crushed that a long time ago. So, yeah. sorry. So, that's what I was, I was, I was saying if it's uh, the same thing with you guys. Mike? Uh, we, we do have a, a standing 24-hour uh, <laughs> dibs going on in the fridge. That was, that was established early on. So, if I bring home, uh, you know, hibachi or something like that or sushi ah, or something yeah. and it's in the fridge for more than 24 hours it's free game uh, same thing goes for for everything if there's mm. if there's anything in there that's because we I just want to make sure that the food gets eaten and not thrown away i so. gotta make that roll up yeah I, I i i'll give him a chance like if he brought a steak left over it looks like a good piece but my brother's notorious for putting stuff in the fridge he doesn't eat mm -hmm. so i ask him out of courtesy but I hate when he does that to me because usually I eat my food. I, I, it's rare if I have leftovers, but if I do, it's because I left it on purpose. What are some foods that you, if you left it in the fridge and they broke this rule, what is that one food? Because there's some foods that you probably think is not really a big deal. Steak. What's that? A steak? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A hawachi leftover yeah. is like, it, like, it tastes better the next day. Yeah. 
and steak, they, steak for sure though like no yeah. don't don't okay. eat my don't eat my cow please that's mine <laughs> that means that means more to me than it does to you <laughs> just on principle that goes to anybody gabe what's yours uh i think just about damn near any kind of like protein here because i think i'm the one that has it that that probably indulges or has it the most mm. so if they do but then i also try you know okay if my daughters want you know l um my oldest she's she's turning into like you know her appetite is really ramping up and i'm like sure okay you want to have this you want to have this fine no problem um that was uh, you know that was yesterday with one with my youngest we made um um what the hell did we make uh sweet plantains and she just killed like a full plantain like i think we only had two she just killed one of them mm. and yeah and i'm like you know whatever you know she doesn't have so much or she her appetite is really uh particular so if she want to have that then then fine like i gave my share up to her as as the dad always does right so i don't know how i'm gonna be man i'm gonna have to buy extra for you I'm like you touch me a little touch my little kid my <laughs> my my offspring i'll be like the lion just like puts the cub in his place you're gonna just stiff arm the, the kid like nope that's it <laughs> Oof, just <laughs> just arm extended um but yeah, I was just curious. It was an interesting conversation. And there's always a there's always a reason behind it. Mine was because it was always a competitive thing since we were little to get the most out of the junk food as possible. Whatever it was, gummies, ice cream, cookies, whatever it was, it was always that competitive nature. Luckily, I was always the oldest. So I was more dominant in strength for the longest time. So if he took it, I would chase him down and take it away from him. He would tell you, like, I bullied the crap out of his little. I mean, I bet, I bet if he grabbed, put his hands on it, he'd probably like lick it or something so that way you wouldn't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would do some weird stuff. I'm like, dude, I don't care. Just a broke point. He'd shove but, it down his pants. <laughs> oh, that's what, luckily he never did that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, that's just like, anyways, off the like, back to like a fitness related thing. Um, if the, after this conversation, I feel like we should work out because we just talked about a bunch of non ideal foods, but. When to not work out? I think this is really important because depending on the individual, like we said, like we're, I'm going to be very careful in how I word things here because we definitely don't want to give the listeners, especially someone that's struggling to already be consistent in working out, a reason not to work out. So let's just say who this is not typically for or maybe if you really shouldn't worry about this. And this is if, so, if you're someone that is, is working out less than three times a week. I think that if you have to be someone that's been very consistent four to five to six days a week on a consistent basis, you already have, you know, a well-established habit of going and, and being on your game. If you're someone that's already battling with just getting in two to three times a week, then this probably isn't going to be as applicable to you. There's still some exceptions to the rule. Of course, main things is if you're sick. If you're sick, stay home, especially nowadays with this whole situation. Um, but if you're sick and you have a cold, if you have, if you have like a chest cold, or if you have a coronavirus, you stay home, um, quarantine. But overall, <laughs> those are like the main things I would say. Like I never told a client to come in if you're coughing, like this yeah. is before this whole pandemic. I told them if you're sick, please stay home because realistically working out is a stress on the body. If you're already battling something with your immune system, you're temporarily lowering those defenses from the stress of the training. And also depending on how intense the training is, could 
make you feel worse the next day potentially. So if that's the case, that's when I would say, you know, that's a freebie. Take the time to recover, nourish the body, sleep, maybe some mobility, but give rest, 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 rest. Now, who else do you think this would be? Like what other, other factors? I may, may be missing some that are just like exceptions to the rule. Yeah, well, not, not as a, another factor, but also uh, on top of your um, suggestion to not go to the gym if you're kind of like, if you're sick or anything, you're essentially taking whatever, as most of effective workout as you can, you're reducing it by greatly by going mm-hmm. to the gym. So, I mean, we've always been, you know, to be uh, more efficient, you know, the maximum uh, bang for your buck when you're in the gym, when you're going there, you're just drastically just cutting that down. Right, because you're, you're essentially splitting up the resources in your body to, you know, to repair, to build muscle. It's not going to want to do that. It's going to want to um, get better, right, for or cure itself for whatever illness or whatever sickness that you may have, and that's going to be the number one priority. So if you go to the gym, it's kind of like for nothing. Not not that it's for nothing, but it's just your. It's just not be- best for you. Yeah, you're now, better if you, off taking that break off, honestly. Now, if you feel like you're going to get sick, then you can kind of like do things to kind of help prevent you, like, you know, taking like a, a hot shower or steam or jumping in a sauna, right? Because you're kind of like uh, emulating like a fever, right? So that would be something kind of good to do. But for sure, if you're not feeling well, um, this would, this, it would not be good. And we even brought up some in our last episode, any kind of main stressor, any kind of change that you may have in your life right, that you would want to either one, change the priority of your fitness or just take a break altogether, right, we, we, we mentioned Mike a couple times, right, for uh, where his expectant, yeah. expecting a child, so that, that probably wouldn't be a good time to go, like, all right, uh, you're giving birth at what time, because I got to hit the gym at uh, a little bit before or after you, you know, <laughs> that, that probably wouldn't be best, it wouldn't go well. Yeah, I think there's definitely some, uh, some good uh, rules to follow right there. There's also just any sort of, you know, physical ailment that you may have going on. If you have a, a strain in your lower back or muscles in your abs or some sort of physical injury going on, um, it may be justified to, to skip. Now, obviously if you, you know, you strain your quad, um, you, you could feasibly still go to the gym and do like a little bit of an upper body thing. If you're, if you're feeling up to it, biceps um, and triceps. Yeah. Um, I do think that if you have something going on with like your lower back or your spine in general, you may want to consider taking that day off a little bit more seriously, depending on how it feels, of course. But, um, you know, if, if it's just one body part that's bothering you, I think you can suck it up for the day skip that body part maybe, and then still go and do something, um, stretch, you know, stretch that body part out, at least go to the gym, show up, keep the habit going. But, um, this, and this was actually inspired by my client this morning. She had a few too many to drink last night. And when she got to the gym this morning, it smelled like a bar, uh, not the, not the kind of bar that I'm interested in. And, uh, she, not the rusty musty feel. Yeah. Not, not smell. the, not the rusty bar the covered iron. in chalk. Yeah. Um, she, she sucked at exercise this morning, like straight up. I didn't say that straight to her face, but she was, she was not good at moving her body through space, um, because her, her motor skills were off. So, you know, if you have a little bit too much to drink, this goes without saying, I think, but if you're still a little tipsy from the night before, uh, maybe better to at least rest and then maybe show up a little bit later in the day after you've had time to, to walk it off. But I had a client that just reminds me, Mike, before I forget is uh, he, 
he literally showed up to, I think his first or second session, the guy was going through a breakup and he was drinking a lot and he works like in a DJ aspect. So he's just like goes to restaurants and he plays the games and does like the host stuff for the, the place. And he came and he was still drunk from mm. like the night before. I mean, drunk. And you could tell like in his eyes, they were still glossy and you could, you could smell the whiskey off of him. And then obviously we had deadlifts that day. Of course. We had, a, we had a full body day actually. So squats to deads to lunges. And I just said, fuck it, let's go. This is, I'm just going to teach this guy a lesson. <laughs> and plus I'm like, you know what? You're already here, man. Let's make the bo- most of it. He did this, I think, total of two times. Didn't make the full workout twice. <laughs> he just, it's bad, man. So, I mean, definitely there if you are, uh, like, after a long night, probably isn't the best time to train. But I think this more applies to our people that love it, that are fanatics. Like, this would be someone that they would be telling us to do. Like, if we had a coach and we were yeah. getting ready for something and we were pushing – and then we go into our session and our coach looks at us and is like, you look like shit. I'm like, have you slept at all? I was like, man, I've been getting like four or three hours of sleep a night. I've been just overwhelmed. But go home and sleep because yeah. that's a day where you're going to be hitting, you know, heavy squats or heavy deadlifts or just heavy, a heavy day in general. It's going to be more harmful than good. There's cool things about the mental component. I agree. But for our gym lovers, the people that are already in it, that just, it's hard for them to stay away. That's the people that we're definitely talking to uh, when it comes to this. Now, other signs that you, obviously we can go with the first one we talked about is just being healthy and not being sick with, with something that's, that it, one is contagious. It's, it's common courtesy to the other people. Don't spread your shit at the gym. Like that's literally a place where people already like on before this, they were worse about cleaning down things. But another one is if you haven't slept consecutively, like if you had maybe one bad night of sleep, fine, it's passable if you trying to get in. But, but if you're noticing you're having very, very poor sleep, we know how much it impacts. Obviously, we went even more depth with our, with our uh, the sleep doctor, Miss Amy, Dr. Amy. Um, but, you know, even more so, it's, it's, you're not going to be making the, the amount of progress that you're making. You're going to compromise yourself, leading back to poss- possibly – getting injured, getting sick, whatever the case. But sleep, if you're having poor sleep, this is something that I think is even more, I, we made an episode of like the priorities. I think I put sleep at the top of that list because of how much of an impact it's going to do for everything. But definitely when it comes to you pushing yourself like in the gym and making progress, making gains. So first, first, first things first, get your sleep in line. If you're not sleeping, you're having a serious, take time, go home, plan to go to sleep on time earlier get that in check at least a day or two feel rested that way you go in there and you can actually kick some ass in the gym yeah i i think we've all been there where everybody knows the difference between just being tired and being fucking dead right yeah when, when you're fucking dead it, it's best to to skip if you're just tired um that that's where you can start you know going in and doing what you can but um you're you're by 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 the end of, by the end of the workout if you do go in being dead tired you're you're gonna feel like you you may as well have just skipped anyways because I've definitely worked out like that and it's it, it was almost like a non-workout at that point because I just had zero energy I had zero desire to be there so 
And you so can, workouts that no matter how much coffee or cold brew you drink, it doesn't get you going? Yes. If you're just kind of sleepy, you can drink some coffee, drink some pre-workout, get some caffeine in your system, and the, and the problem is gone. But if you're like that tired, no amount of caffeine in the world is going to change it. Resuscitate the beast. Yeah. This has been me for like the past two weeks. Like I was just, I, I think uh, you made a post, John, on the forum page of like, you know, what are the goals? Mm-hmm. And then I said, I, I wanted to get at least one more training day in and then start a program. And you're like, yeah, go ahead, just do it. And I've been wanting to, but I know that it's, it, it wouldn't benefit me to just jump in there because my, for the past two weeks, not only have we either been A, traveling, so our sleep has been all jacked and my priorities were different over there. Um, I did get two days where I was able to just go in and move just for the sake of it. And also just to try out some new shit um, that they had at the, at, at the, at the facilities. But I've been getting like a terrible sleep uh, because we've been just up, you know, super late, you know, trying to get the, the business going, trying to revamp the website. And it just, that's been the number one priority. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer's going to be going back to school soon. Actually, she goes back to, uh, she reports back to school tomorrow just to set up for, um, uh, for open, if they have open house this week. So it's a lot of things that have been going on. And I knew that, okay, let me just, you know, not put, let me just not go. Because I know that if I were to go, kind of like you guys said, I would be in that exact same state where I'm just yeah, either for naught or, or I just, it would just not benefit me whatsoever because of mainly the sleep aspect of uh, nutrition would be another one, right? If your nutrition isn't on point, um, well, not on point, but just if it's, if it's off from where, where it has been, like for instance, mine was, since again, traveling, it probably wouldn't be best, but um, it, it's just, I think another one that we mentioned that we mentioned in the last episode was about the breaking through plateaus. If you're in a plateau, that would be another good time to take a break, right? Because you can kind of like think of taking a step back to load. Yeah, it's essentially like a deload week, taking a step back to just to really sprint forward and kind of like break through that through that process. But that's where I'm at currently right now. I've, I've just, just been shit. Maybe three or four times tops that I've trained in the past two, maybe two and a half weeks. It's been like a hot minute and I'm kind of like looking at myself. I'm like, and I even feel it. Like when, uh, when we took the drive to Miami, like I felt extra like stiff and achy and it just wasn't beneficial i mean i just don't like how i feel when i when i don't train but it's it, it's for the best like i knew that it it's i would benefit more from getting that extra hour half hour of sleep in the morning as opposed to just going out there so that's currently where i'm at i'm, I'm following this it, it's hard but i i know that it's best to to just take a break take it easy i have a i i would have to the the only point that i'm kind of iffy on giving the green light is if your nutrition's been off or because it can turn, this can easily turn into like we, we, I've talked about in the past about something is better than nothing when it comes to, you know, fitness in general. Right. So I don't want, you know, the listener to think that, okay, well, damn, I, I haven't slept good. Wow. I've ate McDonald's this last, you know, yesterday. Um, oh, like, you know, all these other things. And then, Oh, perfect. I don't have to go to the gym. So I think it's just being very cautious with, uh, you know, giving the green light. So for the nutrition piece, I would be like, even if you're having eh nutrition, I would still train as long as you have, let's say your sleep factor is good and you're not battling some type of like potential cold or sickness or fever, or whatever. I think that it would, it would motivate you to get back on your eating grind 
that's like one thing. And you know, obviously being, being completely honest, you're not going to be, uh, you know, making the most gains if your nutrition's off. But I mean, Gabe, go ahead. You know how you say something and you're like, no, that's not really the case or that's not really good. Um, that's exactly what happened right there. Even kind of like midway, I kind of say, well, no, not really. But I, that was for sure, because what I like when I do go to the gym is then I, I kind of want to get everything lined up the right way. Like, right. Like if I go to the gym in the morning, it makes me more prone to just be more active throughout the day, make better choices for just about anything. Right. So it could be a catalyst to like how you mentioned, uh, to get you jump started in the right direction. And it for for me before, if I were to take a couple of days off, it those couple of days turn into a week, turn into damn near like a month mm-hmm. really quickly. So yes, at a hundred percent what you just said. Thanks I just wanted really, to really me back in. No, no, it's it's fine because I know where your mind was going with it, but we have to always think is who's listening, mm-hmm. what's going on through their mind. Yep. Mike? How do you guys feel about the person that uh, hasn't eaten in a really long time? And I mean like a day, because I know that there are definitely people out there who are so busy or so stressed that they just don't eat. It depends how many days, just one day. Yeah, maybe just one day. I would still work out. Obviously, mind you, it's not the day where you're going to probably push miles and miles of running. Maybe, you Mm -hmm. know, it's going to be if you can do a 45 minute session and you're going to be fine inherently. It's like a fast yeah. And if you're going to you eat and it's going to make you be like, okay, fuck, it's time to eat. You know, like it's very rare if I've seen that happen, like where it's where if you train and you don't eat at least something like you put something in your body. So, yeah, if you're not eating, if you're fasting, this is, can be a, if you're really doing a prolonged uh, anywhere from a 48 to 72 hour fast, it may not be the best thing for you to push a heavy workout. This may be the time where you do a short light banded or just mobility based movements style of training, not where I'm going to go squat my face off, like, and try to break my, my personal best. So the fasting for long periods, it would be a time where I would say don't work out hard and heavy those days for sure. Absolutely. Walking, you know, keep your mind busy than being home, sitting in front of the counter and just contemplating your life's choices. Um, <laughs> definitely, the, there's an exception there. If this is you where you're either A, fasting or, you know, grossly under consuming on your calories for an extended period of time, you would, you, and if you do decide to go to the gym, you should just listen to your body, right? Yeah. Like, because you, you'll, you might, if, if you're feeling like lightheaded or just feeling like you're just really not that into it or just something is off, then, for those kind of situations, I'd say just to call it or just take it really, really easy. My bone to pick with it though, too, is because when you're fasting, um, your body inherently is tearing down. So you're not able to replenish is the biggest thing. So any type of workout that tears down muscle um, is probably not what I would recommend personally. Mike and I didn't train those two days when we were fasted for 48 hours. It was just some black coffee and mainly a lot, a lot of water. Yep. Um, we did not train. It was just, it would have probably given us more negative return. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but if it's, if it's one day because you got super overwhelmed, you were moving all day, you were doing, but then you got a workout in and then you ate after that fine i mean it's obviously probably not the best case scenario but let's be realistic you know if you're now you're purposely not eating 
on purpose and you're not going to, that's kind of not take the time off. I think another time to take a time off is if you've been super, super, super consistent for months on end without a single break and you have not skipped the workout, then purposely tell yourself that I'm going to get, take either a couple of days off or a week off on purpose just to give your body a break. Because, you know, I love when someone is super consistent. I've been that person. The most I've been not training is maybe a week. And that's because of, I got my wisdom teeth or something pulled out, something where I, I, I literally couldn't, I was not allowed to work out. But there's been times where I've had to purposely plan a, a couple of days where I'm going to go three to four days off of no training like straight, just take a break from the gym, even though I physically, I can totally go. There's no interruption in the schedule, but I was so consistent five to six days a week for, for months on end. I would say even close to pushing up to almost a year. I was like, I never skipped a beat. Didn't matter. Didn't matter if I was going clubbing out that night. I was still going. I was super consistent. Like I would go hit my session before going out. I was just like, I was, I would not miss it. Well, you got to get the um, pump in. I got to get the pump in. I got to get the little medium T to fit me nice and tight. Um, back in the day, the little express shirts. Um, but no, so it's just like, if you've been super consistent, you know, give yourself the flexibility to take that break. What are some other things? I think I'm missing anything, but these are the main like offenders I would feel. Well, I think if you're just uh, starting to observe um, any of the symptoms of like uh, typical overtraining, um, it may be a good idea to, to, to consider going into like a deload of some kind, overtraining. The only ones that I'm super familiar with are aches, sleep, and, pains. aches and pains, sleeping horribly or not at all, and then irritability around working out. Like if, if working out pisses you off while you're doing it and that's not typical for you, you, you may be at a point where you're overworking. Um, and the, the, those or, or be, maybe, maybe you're noticing maybe like the lack of performance yeah, performance well, going down. That, that's another good one. Yes. If you're starting to decline, that means your body's not able to repair. Um, so that's another good one. I'm trying to think off the top of my head what the signs are, but loss of sex um, drive. Yeah. Like if you're dieting and you're training really, really hard, maybe you're pushing it way too past a certain point you're over. Maybe you need to take a little bit of a break, refeed rest get those that energy back up um i would just say like poor performance or just poor quality of life outside of the gym and it's affecting things negatively relationships yourself your job performance relationship with your family possibly and it's revolving because of the stress of the gym itself take a couple of days off take a day to yourself give your body a break but that's not, you don't find it as much. It's not super, no. super common, but those are just other signs. But the main ones, you know, just give your, be objective, understand when you're just being lazy, understand when you genuinely need the time to, because you have to pay attention, be super, just like you would be talking to someone else that's not yourself. What would be the conversation and then talk to yourself as so. It's harder to be objective because you're like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you're sniffling. You're like, oh, no, I'm fine. And your voice is already starting to change. Your eyes are watery <laughs> and like, oh, no, I'm good, man. Like, oh, it's just going to be chest day, you know? And like, you're just going in and you're going to go kill chest day and be spreading all your germs. And then next day you wake up worse than you did the, the day before. Um, and yeah, it, or if you notice that you're fucking obsessed, flat out. If you notice you're fucking obsessed with working out, it's like anything exercise is a great tool for life, but if you're being weird and psychotic about it, stop, stop making something beautiful into something that could be 
detrimental and kind of take the value away from it. But um, I'll end it on that note. I know Mr. Mike Nillis has to get back to work. We appreciate the listeners for tuning in. Yeah, I got I to gotta go see Susan. Uh, all right, Susan, it's, you're up. You're up on this. You're not, you're not skipping the gym today, Susan. Better not. Um, <laughs> Gabe, close us out with your famous dad joke. Uh, sure. You know, when I first started, this was, was a great idea. Now it kind of like just really got to make sure that I, I keep on putting out uh, quality uh, or low quality stuff. <laughs> right? Gabe just is pulls it, out is a it popsicle high quality stick? or is it low quality? I don't know. Yeah, some, yeah, exactly. How many popsicle sticks have I been having to, to do this? Anyways, um, a son goes to a dad. Hey, dad, have you seen my sunglasses? And dad goes, no. Have you seen my dad glasses? I knew, I, I, I knew that one. If you would have asked him, I yeah. would have known. Um, I got to try harder. All right. Now, you know what? I actually have a dad joke. Oh, oh shit. It's, Watch out. But, but it was more of a meme that I got this from, and I think you guys will understand the reference. Son and, uh, husband and wife are together. Their son comes to them and says, Hey dad, I'm gay. And the wife is the wife's holding him back. It's like, honey, no. You see the f- husband clenching his fist. Honey, stop. It's okay. Leave it. Hi, son. Hi, gay. I'm dad. <laughs> Classic. Get the ready for Arnold, those. Uh... The Arnold meme. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right, listeners, if I didn't offend you and just kill you with this horrible joke, uh, please leave us a five-star rating and review. We'd appreciate you know, anything to help us keep growing in this uh, podcast world. Um, and you can follow us more on our personal Instagram pages at The Next Level Show. My personal page, John Alva 7. Gabe is at Prime and Glory. Mike is at Mike Nillis PT. Take care. <laughs>